0: Jalal al-Din's restoration of the ritual laws and his accommodations with orthodoxy and the kapal, kapal, kilatha I'm not wearing my glasses. (laughs) Man, I got up to page 81 Mm -hmm. of the assassins, a radical sect in Islam. Mm -hmm. And I only fumbled on one word. I think the word you're looking for is caliphate. That's not a word. (laughs) Haven't you been following the news recently? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was about to hit you over the head with this book And I thought <laughs> I probably shouldn't do that And I thought What is the irony of me killing you with this book Called The Assassins of Radical Sect in Islam
1: It would be, it would be ironic if you assassinated me With a book about assassins That would <laughs> that'd be very meta <laughs> And uh, you know The, the Y generation love, love all things meta
0: I just like to think that when they find you They're just going to I think he choked to death they're just gonna find this entire book in Daniel sarcophagus. Daniel my sarcophagus or my <laughs> esophagus? Sarcophagus. <laughs> esophagus. <laughs> they'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my
1: my brain honestly thought uh, those two words <laughs> were the exact same. In my sarcophagus. Yes. They'll, When when they open my sarcophagus (laughs) thousands of years from the
0: future. That's what I meant. I did totally not mean that. They'll, uh, They'll find it lodged in my esophagus. Hello.
1: lovely people in Internetland, and welcome to episode 37 of game life balance australia i'm your host robert bailey and i'm joined as always by the world's leading authority on parasites of the human butt
0: andrew ac yoshimura butter sites robert the technical term are butter sites oh, i'm terribly sorry <laughs> and they are not found in butter they are found in the ass region <laughs> of the human ass. Arse. So the arsehole region. The arsehole area, yes. <laughs> it's a very holy place, I'll have you know. I'm terribly
1: sorry. My understanding of this subject is pretty scanty compared to your the depth of your knowledge.
0: Well, thankfully I'm here to give you a live demonstration. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, bend over and think
1: of England. Brilliant. I'm you know, this is this is the secret reason why I wanted you to be the <laughs> the co-host of this podcast was proctotastic. Yes. <laughs> There's a, there's a hidden agenda
0: here uh, that we'll get into shortly. And I was wondering why this this box of rubber gloves were here. <laughs>
1: That's
0: right. And all this no. hand, hand cream and... I, w- I need to know one thing. Do you want me to put parasites in or take them out? <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. All right. <laughs> Maybe you can put them in and then take them out again. <laughs> it's all for
1: science, people. It's all in the name of science. <laughs>
0: We went somewhere which I wasn't <laughs> expecting to go. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty much certain that was where this was going to end. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But <clears throat> we were talking about the assassins, a radical sect in Islam. Yeah, that's right. Before I took a, a radical left turn. <laughs> uh, and the the author of this book... Mm. Is still alive. He is. That's right. He's, he's- Bernard Lewis is 101 years old. That's right. According to the internet, his net worth is $2.4 billion. Yes, I'm not sure what to make of it. I'm not sure whether that's true. That might be confusing him with someone else. <laughs> I don't know. It could be true. It could be. But um, interestingly, it's just... Uh, we were thinking maybe we should interview the guy. Mm-hmm. And Rob suggested that the only reason we're interested in his book is because Assassins has the word ass in it twice. Yes. It has the unique... <laughs> it has the unique... Um,
1: you know, what uh, What would you call it? Uh, honour, yeah. if you like. It's an honour. of being. Of, that's the only word I can think the of. A holy honour. Of, of being the only word in the English language that has the word ass twice in it. <laughs> as far as I can tell. I mean, f- feel free to write in, listeners. We, we just want attention by this stage. Yeah. We want people to come in and correct us, damn it. Well, or just proof that anyone out there is listening to this. <laughs> <It's> just,
0: <laughs> we were so worried uh, that we would have nothing to say when we turned the mics on. And it turns out our worries were true. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: It was completely,
0: completely... Uh... All
1: confirmed. Yeah. We have nothing to give you.
0: No, except a featured game about ninjas. Ooh, I like ninjas, actually. And see. people called Mark. <laughs> That's right. That's him. There's this ninja and his name is Mark. And can you tell I haven't played the game before? <laughs> That's right. It's 2012's Mark of the Ninja. Yes. <laughs> so his name's... Not actually, Mark.
1: Well, according to uh, Wikipedia, the um, the source of truth and the font of all wisdom. Okay, it's Marcus. He's he's actually an unnamed protagonist. Oh. So he potentially, It could be. It could be Mark or Marcus.
0: That's right. Yeah, or Mark of the. Yep, <laughs> Mark of the Ninja. Yeah, could be. <laughs> he's, he's, no, his first name is Mark. His Mark middle of, name is Mark of the Markov the Ninja. Mark. Yeah, see. What yeah. a great name. Yeah, he's like... I uh, wish I had a middle name.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can give you a middle name. <laughs> you, you prick. for that four-letter middle name.
0: <laughs> you have like 16 different bloody middle names. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> I actually do know what your middle names are, but I always call you Robert Equitus Bailey for some <laughs> reason. I don't know where I got Equitus from. Yeah. But it's, it sounds like highfalutin or something. Yeah. So I was
1: actually born with only two... With only a surname and a, and a first name. And then I asked my parents... Would you please give me some extra middle names? Because I want to sound like a fancy man. Is that true? No, that's not true. Damn it. I was hoping that would be true. Uh, But wouldn't it be great if that was true? So (laughs) what I'm saying is sometimes fiction is more more fun than reality.
0: In fact, almost always.
1: Almost.
0: We were talking about ninjas at one stage. We
1: were. Is this guy a turtle? No, he's... Where are you going with that? Does it explicitly say he's not a turtle? No, well, he is an unnamed protagonist. So (laughs) potentially... (laughs) Potentially, he could he could be a turtle, you know, a very human-like turtle, a very
0: very human without a shell, and he's not green, and he's not a turtle. Well, one thing we know he could be a turtle.
1: One thing we know about ninjas, AC, is they are masters of deception. Ah, so you know, who's to say that he isn't in fact a turtle masquerading as a
0: ninja, because that turtle is in fact himself a ninja. That's. Okay, so we're actually reviewing the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES today. That's right. We're not going to do that. <laughs> <I> <laughs> we don't hate we... ourselves that much. No, no, we're going to play a game that's,
1: I'm going to say, um, definitely better. Or <laughs> objectively, <laughs> a better game. Uh, Mark of the Ninja uh, was released in 2012 um, to critical acclaim, I'm going to say. It's not without its its flaws, and we'll talk about those later, but generally a very well received game um and it's uh it's a stealth game but it's a little bit different to most stealth games out there because it's a it's a 2d
0: platformer kind of defined the genre for that particular 2d aspect of stealth stealth work stealthing stealthy Stealthy. (laughs) stealthery stealthery i don't know stealthification he stealthified himself yeah
1: Stealth of Uh he, So this game is about a, um, a ninja, the eponymous Mark. Um, and Can we call him Mark? We've got to call him Mark for the rest of the day. Mark the ninja. Yep. And, um, yeah. So as, as Mark, uh, you traverse um, a series of, of levels, um, sneaking around. They're all kind of set in dark, gloomy near future kind of setting. It's. I think uh, it's
0: important to talk about the aesthetic here, first yeah. of all, because it, it is 2D, mm-hmm. but it plays with the idea of what you can see and what you can hear. Mm. Uh, so bits that you can see, yeah. um, uh, it looks very much like a, a very well animated kind of uh, what we call a DC animated universe sort of look, like the old Justice League or Batman Beyond or yeah. Batman... The animated series yes. sort of cartoons—it's got that sort of cell aesthetic to and it, and kind of a stylized look to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very much in that in the
1: Western um, modern animated sort of yeah. vibe. Um, I got like I, I got a definite Cartoon Network vibe from from playing this game. So like mm. if that, that tells you anything about how it looks, uh, yeah. And like you said, the the visuals of this game are super important, not only because well it's a very sort of good looking game in, in in that cartoonish way but also because of the way that the game gives you feedback about you know the stealth mechanics through the visuals so i don't know if you want to have a go at describing some of those like so there's a few different senses like sight uh sound well it's primarily those two really <laughs> it's really sight and sound isn't it ac that that the Pretty game really much the game does a very good job of sort of telling you about... Um, so do you want to have a go at sort of describing...
0: Yeah, look, the, the visuals are quite... So as we've talked about the visuals, but what the way that it uses these mechanics mm. is you will be able to see the sound. You can hear the sound, but you can also kind of see some vibrations, like little... Indicators like little blue, um, almost like ripples. Yeah. And if you can't see the next bit, uh, it will be either black or very blurry. Yeah. So it's kind of like hinting what the inside space might be like. And if you press yourself up against the door. Yeah. Then you can get a better sense of what's in there and kind of being able to look and... You see the silhouette of people. Silhouettes play a very important part of the aesthetic of this game. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's important. I think the fact that it's a ninja really helps the concept mm. here because it plays into each other. Like, you know, ninjas are very stealthy. They move around a lot. And of course there's a lot of blackness. Mm. So the visuals are very good and very telling, but sometimes there's not a lot of them, you know, it can be very understated, but to the game's mm. advantage.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's got a kind of a stripped down kind of, um, aesthetic. I mean, the game, the, 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 backgrounds are very rich, but the, um, the information is presented to you in this very um, clear uh, and focused way. So you, when you look around an environment, things that you can interact with will kind of glimmer or glitter or they'll have like a little sheen hmm. that you can easily tell, oh, that's something I can I can interact with. Icons will appear over ledges to show that, oh, you can grapple. You can use a grapple hook to, to sort of, uh, you know, shift to move quickly across the screen. Um, to those points, um, there's a lot of button prompts and things. So it, it's very good at telling you what you can do and what you can't do and what items and, and, and objects in the game you can interact with. Uh, there's, like you said, there's that there's the visualization of the sound, which is actually really helpful. And a lot of games up till, before this game came out, stealth games weren't particularly good at telling you um, what criteria the game was picking up on to to determine whether you would have been spotted or not? Uh, you know, games like Metal Gear Solid had you know uh, sort of vision cones, mm. so your enemies would if you looked on the map, for example, in Metal Gear Solid, um, you could tell which direction the enemies are looking in. Um, but beyond that, you weren't really ever entirely sure of how far away an enemy needs to be for them to be able to hear your footsteps, or how far away. Um, you need to be from them for them not to notice you crawling along in front of them and things like that. And this game fixes a lot of those issues by giving you really good feedback um, about the sounds you're making, about the sounds the enemy's making. So even if you can't see an enemy like AC, you just mentioned, you can sort of see where their footsteps are. You can sort of see visually the sound they're making yeah. and you can go, well, there's a guy over there. Um, and that, that really helps to make the, the typical stealth gameplay of, you know, hiding, attacking from the shadows running away when you've been spotted, that kind of thing. It makes it a bit more fun because you know what the rules the game is using are. You're sort of very clear on what you can and can't get away with, uh, which I, I found really um, made made the gameplay much more enjoyable than, than another stealth game might be.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's, it is very... It is a fun game, but I should mm. say that... Uh, it's not like other ninja games out there. Because when I say other ninja games, I mean, I mean uh, games like Ninja Ryukenden, uh, what you call it in English? Um, ninja Gaiden, mm. sorry. Or Shadow Warrior. Yeah. In the PAL regions. Uh, yeah. It, when you first see it, it looks like it might be the same kind of game, but kind of more modernized. Mm. But it really does put such an emphasis on stealth that you can't just go hacking and slashing your way through that like you normally would. Yeah, There is a high degree of... Uh, of subtlety and care that needs to be taken. Yeah, uh, I am not good at either of those things. As you know, I'm not a subtle person and I am by no means careful. Mm. So I did try to do the stealth thing. Yeah. Some of the time. Yeah. And sometimes I was good at it and sometimes yeah. I went, he stole me, I'll just go kill him. Yeah. But, and there is a a, a bit of an issue there, at least in my books, are the, the two problems that I came across with these games and they're pretty minor.
1: Mm.
0: One is that if you are spotted you can't just hack and slash them to death very Mm. easily. You kind of need to keep battling them until they fall down and then you need to go in for the kill. Yeah. Uh, And they get up very quickly. Whereas it would be fun just to keep... ...hacking and slashing and then kill them... ...and then, you know, people could gang up on you... ...and then maybe, you know, you could lose the level... ...by too many guards coming to you. Yeah. But that's not really the idea of the game. Yeah. The other problem I had was the controls... ...because it's a stealth game. Yeah. So you need a little bit more complexity... ...to your control scheme. Mm. Uh, and it always gives you the... um uh, A B X Y buttons up the top... ...to yeah. tell you what the buttons do. But these buttons can kind of change... ...given a situation. Yeah, they, they change depending on the context. So B,
1: uh, you know, might normally be like an interact button. And that, that, that'll change depending on like, if you're standing near, um, a, like a pot plant that you could hide behind, mm. um, or if you're standing near a dead body, you can press B and, and pick up the dead body. And um, because that can change very quickly, um, you have to kind of keep tabs, if you like, on, on what the buttons do at any given point, depending on if you're standing next to a guard or if you're standing next to a, a panel that you can interact with or a dead body or whatever. So, um, that doesn't lend itself particularly well to fast-paced gameplay. It it's it forces you to play kind of methodically, and yeah, um, and it's a game that rewards patience. Um, I did notice that when you when you engaged with the stealth mechanics, you did a really good job, and I think and I think that goes to show how good the game is at telling you what you need to do to get away with you know your plan, whatever your plan might be, whether it's to get through a door or kill. Three guards without yeah. being spotted or whatever. And you
0: don't is. necessarily have to kill them or no. you can sneak past them. Yeah. Um, but I have very little patience for sneaking. <laughs> and that's not the game's fault. That's my own problem. Yeah. But yeah. I, I kind of like action in my game, so mm. if the opportunity to fight comes along, mm. then of course I will most likely engage.
1: Yeah, yeah. See so I notice you didn't leave too many guards mm. behind. You tended to <laughs> you tend to almost sort of turn around and go back and kill. I them. did double back a couple of um, times just to
0: finish them off. Yeah, yeah. So. I went to places I knew I didn't need to go to to kill some guards.
1: <laughs> I mean, the game doesn't necessarily stop you from killing everyone, but it does, it it definitely kind of hamstrings your ability to to just brute force your way through the game. And I guess it's, I guess, you know, that's fair enough because the game is trying to, you know, make you play it, play it in a certain way. But at some point, like when I was watching you play the game, I kind of ran up with this issue of, you know, the game is kind of making you play in a certain way, but is that, necessarily fun you know Uh, i I mean i enjoyed it i enjoyed the game a lot but that's because i chose to sort of like you know do what the game wanted me to do and it doesn't really give you a lot of scope to um break the mold you know i mean it gives you options and there's different paths. i think it gives
0: you enough if you know what kind of game this is going in, yeah. then you don't really have any excuse for coming out and saying, "Oh, it didn't play the way I wanted it to." Yeah, because it, it is a certain kind of game. It's kind of like going into Tetris and saying, "Why can't I blow up the fucking pieces?" Yeah, exactly.
1: Why isn't there a? Gu- Why can't I shoot the? the, the yeah, exactly. It's not game. that
0: kind of game, and yeah. it, it, you should play the game to what it is. And I, I enjoyed my time with it. Mm. There are um, some cutscenes, uh, and there are even kind of, I, I suppose, what you'd call in-game cutscenes. Yeah. When you get a a very, like, a a good kill, mm. uh, like a, a perfect assassination on a guard, mm. it will change to, like, that kind of cutscene moment. It'll kind of zoom in, mm. and you will see all the character details as he, like, shoves the, the, you know, the knife right through his back. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great aesthetic mm. to kind of go, yeah, I, I got a perfect kill there. Yeah. yeah perfect ninja kill. Because mm. it goes, like, a uh, perfect kill, imperfect kill, and peasant death or something I think, like that. Yeah, if
1: you just, like, beat them up and then stab them when they're on the ground, that's sort of like the... The, the
0: peasant way of doing it. The peasant, peasant kill or something like that. But, uh, yeah. So,
1: there is a bit of a story. Um, yeah, it's sort of... It's a bit vague, but, I mean, essentially, your clan is under threat from, um, you know, forces unknown. Uh, and uh, you are kind of like the sacrificial lamb for your clan... You you have access to these these terrible ninja powers, but they come at the cost of of your own sanity,
0: and um, eventually and- you'll have to take your own life before you take the life of your clan.
1: Yeah, so you're so, kind of like a
0: martyr to your clan in a way. Um, it's good. Like I, I do like where it was going. Of mm. course, it was kind of ninja versus the high tech sort of industrialized. Mm. Corporation, and I think that the head of the bad guy sounds like Bennett from Commando. Yes, like got a terrible Australian accent. Yeah, I assume that's what they were going
1: for. uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the guy who does the Aussie accent isn't actually an Australian. Um, It sounds close. It's a you know I've heard worse. He sounds like
0: that guy on The Simpsons. Nine hundred dollars, (laughs) Tobias. Well, it wasn't nine hundred dollar. He does. Yeah, I put kind of that accent in 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 terms of like the accuracy of like a.
1: A fake Australian accent. I'd say it sits somewhere in between the Simpsons um, Australia episode and the and, and the fake accents that the Monty Python people use when they're impersonating Australians. G'day,
0: Bruce. How's it going, Bruce? <laughs> yeah. So it's like
1: it's not the worst I've heard, uh, but it's 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 not the best either. But I mean, look, we, this accent
0: is a very minor part of the very game. very minor. It's just um, that we like it when we hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. So look, Rob. Would you recommend this game? I know you've yeah. played it to perfection. You did a perfect run of this game. Yeah. And it yeah. does offer you a lot of extra powers, which you can get in the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can kind of switch things up that really helps you along to get that perfect run.
1: Yeah, the item system is something we kind of didn't really mention, but it does add this extra layer to the game because if you play the game well, um, it rewards you with points that you can then use to up- buy upgrades and things. So that's, that's kind of cool. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, as to the central question, would I, would I recommend the game? Uh, well, I, I chose this game for a reason. I wanted to talk about this game. I've wanted to talk about it for a, um, a while now because I feel like it's an important um, step in, in this, this gameplay mechanic that's, you know, in so many different games now. Most games, um, especially open world games, have some kind of stealth system in them. And, um, you know, it's something that you find in in all sorts of games, not just stealth-focused games. And this game did a lot, Mark of the Ninja did a lot to um, sort of show developers the way to do stealth well by giving the player lots of feedback, lots of information, so that when you trip an alarm or when when you get spotted by a guard or when a dog smells your scent or whatever it might be, you know, uh, that you understand why. That happened, and so I chose it for that reason because I feel like it's an important step in gaming, you know, in modern in modern game development. But as to whether it's actually a really great game that everyone should play, I'm a bit more on the fence. I think if you like stealth games, um, this is a very very good stealth game, and you and you owe it to yourself to play it. So if you've and if you've engaged with stealth mechanics in in open world games, like for example, uh, Far Cry, um, Far Cry three and four have um, a large sort of stealth System built into it, um, and if you enjoyed that, then you should probably check out this game as well because you enjoy that as well. And I mean, similarly, you know, there's games like Assassin's Creed, very popular games that have a lot of stealth elements. Uh, so if you enjoy Assassin's Creed, then definitely I would recommend you check out this game. So uh, I'm not, I'm not going so far to say, oh, look, it's it's a it's a genre piece, and if you, only people who like that genre will like this game. I think it's got a bit more broad appeal than that. But if you're really not a stealth stealth person you know if you're more into action games um if you don't like playing games methodically or carefully with patience and things then this game might end up just frustrating you so um with all those caveats then i, I think yes i would i would recommend people check it out um especially because it's 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 a few years old now so you can probably pick it up pretty cheaply and uh, it only takes about you know 10 or 12 hours to beat it so um not too much investment in time or money really mm. um so yeah i, I would recommend it yeah. Oh, what about you, AC? What What do you land on? I mean, having only played it for a couple of hours.
0: Yeah, I only started playing it today. Look, when I first started playing it, it the way that it um, kind of presented itself to me was almost like a, a 2D version of the first Metal uh, Metal Slug, <laughs> <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those things. Those games are the same in my brain for some <laughs> unknown reason. Yeah, because it, it does have those sorts of, like, uh, vision cones in a 2D aspect. And mm. it, it does have a lovely aesthetic. I really like the way it looked. Yeah. And after you understand how to play it, like I did pretty well, mm. uh, I, I I picked it up pretty quickly. It's not my sort of game because if I'm playing a 2D game like that, I tend to go very Twitch sensitive. Mm. And will just try and, like, hammer my way through certain situations when, of yeah. course, patience and subtlety go a long way. In Mark of the Ninja, mm. but if you're into stealth games, I agree you should pick this up. I mm. don't think it's too expensive. It's on Steam and uh, Xbox 360.
1: Yes, and you can might be able to pick it up for um, you know the Xbox Live still uh, if you have an Xbox One. I'm not sure. Don't tr- don't trust me on that, but you may be able to pick
0: it up that way as well. So, mm. so it's a look. I had a lot of fun mm. playing this game, but uh, perhaps it's probably not for me. If you're kind of more after an action game, this probably isn't for you. If you really like 2D. Uh, and you like stealth games, then I say it's a definite winner. Mm. But yeah, you know, if you just kind of want to hack and slash, maybe avoid this one. Yeah, cool. All
1: right. Well, um, with that, uh, why don't we move on to our game life talk segment? All right, AC, what have you been up to in your games slash
0: life? We do add the Slash in there a lot, don't we? We always we do. say Slash Which is actually like Australian and British slang for taking a whiz That's, <laughs> that's what right. it can be Yeah, well sometimes my
1: gaming life takes a whiz on my on my life life so <laughs> That's so true It's not entirely a, a bad um, metaphor? No, that's the wrong word Analogy? Anal- yeah, sure, that'll do I don't know <laughs> Simile? Word usage It's a bad yeah. word it's
0: not a bad word you see. We're both, like, English majors, aren't we? <laughs> I know, or something so I, I very vaguely remember that I minored in, I like, know. creative writing. So we <laughs> should probably know the thing with the words. I was also a teacher. Yes. An English teacher at that.
1: Yes. There's all these horrifying facts coming out now about us. That... <laughs> and how much, how little we know about our own language. How ill-equipped we are to do a thing that we're ostensibly supposed to be very good at. 37 episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> at least we use words like
0: ostensibly occasionally, so that's good.
1: Um, that's and
0: the degree paying dividends. <laughs> I know, I know that was certainly worth my $15,000 of university oh, fees. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> oh, brother.
0: Um, right. So I have been uh, pretty busy recently. Cool. I've been up to Westmead Children's Hospital in Sydney for May's appointment. Right. It took us so long to get this appointment because we had to cancel it twice. Mm. Because May and Maria were overseas. Okay. And when... I cancelled it last time. I said, okay, just give me your next one. And they said, okay, the next one. And this was in, like, March or something. They said, the next one's in July. <laughs> so it's pretty difficult to get an appointment at the eye clinic at Westmead Children's Hospital.
1: Yeah, I can imagine.
0: So we finally got up there, and it's pretty good news, actually. So uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, my uh, darling one-year-old daughter is sight and She has a condition known as FEVR, which has... Uh, folds of skin or membrane over the, um, not skin, it would be muscle membrane or something like that, mm. over the uh, over the optic nerve from the inside of the eye, mm. and it's flattened the retinas.
1: Right.
0: Uh, so we learned this when she was only about three or four months old. Mm. Um, but the good news is that she is able to see quite a bit more than they first expected, mm. uh, because she seems to be able to track bright objects, Okay. And she can follow things around a bit and hmm. she can navigate herself around the house pretty well. I don't think she has depth perception right. because she kind of does distance calculations by putting her hand out and touching things. Which, right. I don't know, all babies might do. I've only really got experience with my own particular baby. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's, it's good because if she has navigational ability... Mm. it will help her life so much. It'll it'll give her a a quality of life that, uh, you know, will really improve her chances of just getting around the modern world. Yeah. We don't know if she'll ever be able to read, but probably not. And uh, you wouldn't want to let her near a car. (laughs) Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, they said that about me as well, not not for vision reasons, just because I'm a shit-ass driver. Well, you know,
1: my uh, my poor driving skills are well documented. So uh, yes. I
0: have literally saved us yeah. twice from accidents while I've been in the car it, with it, you. It
1: may not be going too far to say that perhaps we should get your daughter to drive us <laughs> instead of instead of me, uh, because I'm, I'm I would love a, to see that one day. I'm a threat to life and limb, is how the judge described it <laughs> in my in my hearing. Uh, but anyway, um.
0: <laughs> you were trying it as the adult. That's right. <laughs> so it was it was good. But the, the problem was that we went up there in the car. Now, May used to sleep all the time in the car. Mm. Uh, but now she only sleeps for like 45 minutes an hour. And then she just gets, gets restless for the rest of like the three, three and a half hour trip. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of makes things difficult. Mm-hmm. But... Bloody hell, by the time we got there, they had to dilate her eyes so they could get a better look. Mm. And all of a sudden, she's happy, 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 happy. Then all of a sudden, three people hold her down and put, like, really, like, uh, you know, stinging eye drops into her eyes and puts her in a foul mood, of course. Mm. but. It didn't dilate her eyes enough, so they did it again. Oh and that didn't work enough, so they had to do it a third time, oh. which is the maximum amount of times you could do it. Poor little girl. So after this, shoes, screaming, crying, completely untrusting of everyone around her, including yeah. Maria and myself, who yeah, helped yeah. hold her down. Yeah, of course. Uh, and she's like, going, what the hell is going on? And, like, mm. and people shining bright lights into her eyes. So by the time the doctor finally saw her, she was... She hadn't had an afternoon nap. Mm. She was cranky. She was tired. And she was sore. Yeah. And she was having none of it. So I don't (laughs) think they got much of a good look into her eyes. Yeah. We were just going, can you see her soon? Mm. Because we wanted them to see her before she fell asleep. Because if you wake up a sleeping baby, they Mm. are not happy about it. No. So she fell asleep literally five minutes before we actually... And we were trying to keep her awake, stimulating her with toys. But she was just so tired that she basically flopped. Like, you know, you could... Just kind of make her dance like a little puppet if you wanted to, like a little <laughs> marionette. She wouldn't. She was out to the well. Uh, we dear. had to wake her up for the test, and she hated it. Yeah. So that was an ordeal, and it was like the whole time we're just going. If you had just seen her just a little bit earlier, this would have been so much better. Mm. Because mm. they were going, yeah, she's a bit grumpy today. It's like, why do you think she's grumpy? <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. So that was a a bit of an ordeal, but we, um, you know, it's the news. The outcome was pretty good and the fact that yeah. she does seem to have a better vision than they first thought and yeah. we already kind of knew that because she does seem to track objects and follow things and stuff so hmm.
1: well, that's very good news i'm glad because uh it, it's it's nice to see that the um the uh the doctor's initial kind of a prognosis or whatever was um a little off uh, and that she's she's got more capacity than you, th- than you initially thought the um, doctor we were
0: seeing, mm. I won't say his name, he is an excellent doctor. Yeah, no, I'm not casting aspersions. It's no, no, no. The- it, but he has, like, mm. zero bedside manner. He's kind of probably maybe my age, maybe a little bit older. Okay. And you got to remember, like, we're 36 now, so he's he is a professional and mm. he's well versed in his area. Mm. But he has the bedside manner of Donald Duck. <laughs> so so, so he's just kind of he just kind of tells you, and it's good because we need the information. We don't want it sugar coated. Mm. But at the same time, he's not that great with kids. Yeah, and he works in a children's hospital. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, it's not not the best combo there. Yeah, like.
0: but you know he is he is an expert in his field, so. Uh, I was fortunate because I was able to take a couple of days off work to be mm. able to actually go up there. Mm. Um, there's no point in trying to take May back in the car after that because no. she was not in the mood for that. So we ended up just um, crashing at my aunt and uncle's house in Eastwood and then went back the next day, which was oh, okay. nice. Cool. Uh, I have been growing my hair. Yes. Now, this is not a visual podcast, obviously. No, no, it's, no it's not. <laughs> Thank goodness.
1: Uh, but if it was... Uh, you would see uh, quite a sight.
0: I have finally grown it long enough. Mm. Finally. It's taken a year mm-hmm. to... And when it's wet, because usually it's so curly. My mm. hair, it's so, so curly. Mm. But it's gone to the point now where it's long enough that instead of just being a straight-up Afro, it's actually kind of drooping down a little bit. Like, it's it's struggling under its own weight now. <laughs> which is what I wanted. But if... And this is kind of pathetic. But for the first time in my life, I've actually been able to tie my hair back in the most pathetic little ponytail man bun you've ever seen. (laughs) So it's kind of like, uh, if you look at the top of it, it's kind of like a little paintbrush. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's kind of like a little sheep's tail or something like that. Yeah. It's it's very small, but I was so excited about it. Mm. Um, it opened up a whole bunch of new things for me which I've never considered because I've never... Mm. I've had an afro before. And yeah. You've seen the afro. Oh, I've, I've seen that afro, baby. But I never bothered tying it back or anything like that. Mm. And so I, I did it and I went, wow, this is kind of weird. But there, it's still curly, so there are still bits at the front which are not quite long enough to reach the back of the um, the ponytail which will mm. start going doing, doing 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 yes Yeah, it's <laughs> curling up at the front there get yeah. a nice little uh, fringe. So I had to put like three layers of like of like this paste lay right stuff in my hair just to keep it back because it's so curly. Right. But I was so proud of myself. Yeah. But I I know nothing about having long hair. Yes. And uh, it turns out that it's very annoying, number one. <laughs> it gets everywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and number two, I didn't know how to tie it back. Mm. And that sounds weird because it's like I I you know, I had to actually kind of group my hair either side and kind of twist it up and then it's like I got it and then I went Wait, I have nothing to tie it up with. So basically, I was running naked over the house after a shower, going, "Do we have any of those hair tie things, clips? What do you call them?" Uh, Hairband? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the word. So yeah. I, I got like a small black elastic band and, and put it in my hair, hmm. and that's how it's being held in there. So nice. Hopefully, it'll it'll stay there for a little bit longer, and I'll have like a pathetic little man bun for a little while, and then. Maybe chop it off. I don't know. Like I kind of like having long hair because it's such a novelty for me. Yeah, no, I think I think it actually suits you. No, thank you. My and wife likes it as well. Actually, she kind of thinks it's got that sort of samurai look to it.
1: Ah, I see. Yes, that it's the uh, it's the cultural uh, the bias there.
0: You yeah, Yeah, Being able to tie the hair back. I know that if I go out in public or at work, though, people will make fun of me. So.
1: <laughs> well, I, it's funny because um, when I came over today to pick you up before we recorded the show. Um, I noticed that you had a tie back and but I didn't say anything. Uh, because I'm just a like cripplingly polite person, you know, and I didn't want to sort of like <laughs> I didn't want to sort of, you know, make a big deal out of it, like, you know, make a big fuss. And yeah. then you were like you were sort of disappointed and you were like, Come on, are you gonna say something about my like hair? <laughs> you was, you I, wanted something from me that I, I wasn't did. You.
0: I thought you would make fun of me or mention yeah, it or yeah. say, Oh, you've changed your hair or something, but instead I thought my 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 own best friend. He didn't he didn't even notice my new haircut. <laughs> now I know what it feel like to be a woman. Yeah, <laughs> I put all this You're a, you're a bad husband to me, Rob. That's right. Yes. Yeah, they, you shaved your legs just for the podcast, and <laughs> didn't even take the time to notice. So. I perm my leg hairs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I have been playing I have actually been getting some really good gaming in mm, Okay, cool Really good gaming That is too. that is good That is good I do like getting some good gaming in Video games are fun, uh, I, I think, personally Well, I, I mean, you know I'm a bit on the fence about it <laughs> After playing Marcus the Ninja, but you know <laughs> Sorry <laughs> so, oh, God. I, I want to do a parody of that game yeah. Where you have to make as much noise as possible okay. And you're just like the worst ninja ever Okay. He he like just wears rainbow, a rainbow gi and just goes around and goes, I'm a ninja, I'm a ninja and then he gets shot. Hi Hi <laughs> Marcus, the ninja. Wow well, what do you got over there? Hey I'm
1: Mark the Ninja, I'm just here to kill you all. <laughs> just knock on the front door.
0: Just send them a <laughs> Just ring the doorbell and wait. <laughs> What? That'd be a great game. Someone make that game for us. Uh, uh, so I did get a couple of things in, in the arse the end of the Steam sale. Okay. The Steam summer sale. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Even though it's winter here. Mm. Bloody hemisphericists. Yeah. <laughs> L- lousy globe that we live on. Uh, I bought, I think, the one of note that I kind of uh, didn't talk about last time. mm was Saturday Morning RPG now this is a, an RPG based on Saturday Morning Cartoons for uh... sorry sorry. you're just laughing at me because I'm trying to stifle a yawn <laughs> I thought you were about to sneeze all over me actually god this, this podcast just goes on and on hey trust <laughs> me I'm the one talking and I'm falling asleep <laughs> Saturday Morning RPG yeah I, I've heard good things about it I haven't played it yet Uh, but apparently it's heavily based off that kind of 80s, 90s Saturday morning cartoons, which uh, I'm a big fan of animation, especially of that era. Right. So I can't wait to check it out, even though I'm not the biggest RPG fan, but it was 69 cents. Okay. Wow. And I'm not going to walk past 69 cents. That's a very, that's a very modest fee. It is uh, uh, for what is uh, I've I've heard is a good game, so hopefully it lives up to its reputation. Cool. Okay. Uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Pac-Man Championship DX.
1: Yeah, it's a fun game
0: which you introduced me to, mm. and then I start. I got it. It was only like three bucks in the sale or something, or two bucks, and mm. it is a fantastic game. Mm. It's Pac-Man uh, like kind of with this awesome techno beat. Yes, and you got to go around and you you got to try and like the ghosts will chase you, and you got to get a. a Biggest chain of ghosts as possible Yes Finally get a power pellet And then just go back along the chain And just munch them all Yeah it's it's so satisfying
1: Yeah There's something about that visceral Especially because When you chomp the first one It sort of sort of Slows down a bit Yeah And then as you continue to Chomp 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 It speeds up And it's
0: just God There's something really visceral about that Yeah Yeah I just And you can play it for like Pac-Man is a good game But it's a bit of a one trick pony Yeah that's true uh you know and you know it's it's got a, a bit of depth to it for the time mm. you know for 1981 but Still, when you play this, I didn't think they could improve on the Pac-Man formula. Yes. And they did it here.
1: Yeah, they and found I a way to I'm very, about... very impressed. Because it's the same mechanics essentially as yeah. the old game. Um, but they've just added some stuff. Yeah. It
0: just really helps the. The music make it helps fresh. the visuals like have yeah. this kind of popping neon glow to it. Mm. And it's so it's a very satisfying game to play when you get it when you get it right. Yeah, yeah. Um so, the other game that I really wanted just to touch upon fairly briefly, because I have been talking all now, but I had a lot to say, mm-hmm. uh, is Splatoon 2. Mm. Now, last weekend, um, or the weekend before when you finally hear this podcast, because it comes out on a <laughs> Tuesday, is that uh, there was a Splatfest for about four hours on Sunday morning or Saturday night for everyone else, I think. Okay. And it was just like two levels and you can, you know, you chose either team ice cream or team cake. Okay. I think everyone shows team ice cream. The cake's <laughs> a big thing in Japan. Like, mm-hmm. really, really big. Like, everyone loves cake over there. Okay. But I think liking ice cream is a more universal thing for the rest of out of the, the world. <laughs> yeah, cake so, is more of a niche dessert. I would yeah, say. yeah, yeah. It, it sounds funny saying it out loud, but it's certainly definitely a Japanese thing. that I, They have a weird obsession with cake. That's <laughs> really funny. I did, I did not know that. No, yeah, uh, no. They have cake shops everywhere. Every major shopping center has, like, a cake section. <laughs> that's really interesting. Where you can buy individual sections of cake oh like you slices. buy them by the slice yeah like a pizza yeah kind of yeah, yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> okay and they have like they have so many different varieties and christmas cake over there is like beautiful lavish cream and Ooh. strawberry cakes that's what a christmas cake is there sounds like japan might be the home of cake it basically is yeah i didn't i this they, is they take to... a concept they like and they run with it <laughs> they just keep running and running and running and running <laughs> Maybe they thought that this thing would just be a flash in the pan fad, and then no, actually, it's just part of our. No, they just love cake. Part of our life now. So, interestingly, sidebar mm. here my wife, the mm-hmm. beautiful and very intelligent Maria Yoshimura. Yes. When she was growing up, and you know how smart she is, she's bilingual, she's got all of these great things going for her, mm, she mm. wanted to work in a cake shop. That was her, like, ambition. That was her life goal. Right, okay. And during university, she worked in a cake shop. So <laughs> she kind of... She, she's already lived her dream. Yeah, basically. Then she met yeah. me and it all fell apart. But, you know... <laughs>
1: She's like, well I've done I've done what I want with my life. I suppose I'll
0: just let it yeah. all go to hell now and But she just <laughs> they just love cake so much over there. That's really funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so and I played Splatoon 2 and at first I hated it. Mm. I did not just wasn't enjoying it. I didn't I was having a lot of trouble with the controls because they they don't force you to play with the motion controls mm. for the up and down movement, but they kind of certainly push you towards that. Okay. And At first, I hated it. By the end of it, I was kind of getting a bit more of the hang of it. Okay. Um, The problem that I was having is I was losing almost every match because I was getting pitted up against people who were playing since it started at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I had jumped in at 10.30.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's that sort of... um... That skill, um... Already two and a half hours, people have skilled up way beyond my level. Right. So. But this is a good time to get into a, a, a shooter yeah. when, it, when it's new and when it's, you know, um... When people's skills, skill levels aren't so, um... Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's not quite so refined. I but can't think of the way to describe it, yeah. but... Yeah. I know what you mean, but interestingly, yesterday, I got my tax return. mm Okay, and I got because I did I did my tax very very early this time because I always get the, about the same amount back and it's usually uh, what we call Loch Ness monster or right. tree fiddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, my my return this year won't be very good. <laughs> Maybe thirty bucks, I think. Maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we um so. I got the return the day Splatoon 2 came out, and I, I guess part of me just wanted to buy a game for the Switch, because there's not a lot out there for it. Sure. So I went um, and and then I went, I had guests over last night who were, who were big gamers, and I just went, uh, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll just take the deal. Sure. I bought it, uh, and I got home, and we played it with our guests. They went home, and I kept playing it. And Mm -hmm. I kept playing it. And Maria kept playing it. And then all of a sudden it was midnight. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And then I got up this morning and I kept playing it. (laughs) It's the first thing you do, turn it on. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're having a great time. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I I am very average at the game. I'm not great. I'm not great at first-person shooters. Sorry, third-person. This would be a third-person shooter technically. Mm. But it's a lot of fun. It really changes the dynamic. But the problem is Mm. that you say... People who are new to it. Mm. But it's pretty much the same as Splatoon 1. Right. So those exact skills carry over to this game. Yeah. So a lot of people who actually owned a Wii U and Splatoon, which would be the majority of uh, Wii U owners, I suppose. Mm. Because there weren't that many games out for it. Yeah, yeah. uh, Really, uh, really... Bought that skill set over to this new game and were already really good, so they might start at level one, mm. but they already know all the tropes the skills, and you know the strategy that they need and I was never on that team, yeah I was on the loser team, <laughs> yeah yeah so you you have
1: to you have to sort of build those skills up and yeah I think that's always the issue, and I was interested to talk with this about you earlier because whenever someone makes a sequel to a very well established uh online competitive online game um there's always that question of well, have they changed it much? Because changing the changing the formula can be risky, hmm. but not changing it you start to wonder well what's the point in making a new game at all? You know? So yeah. So you gotta sort of walk that walk that balance of balancing See, beam of you
0: Here's know, the thing, Rob. Yeah. It's the same fucking game. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> dance around on eggshells. I am not gonna say yeah. that Look, there are there are different weapons. Yeah. Uh, the characters look the same, the maps are different, but I think some of them might be from the first one. They may have bought some stuff over, but in terms of mechanics, mm. in terms of the visual style, it's the same game. <laughs> okay. And I, I know why Nintendo did that is yeah. because that Splatoon was very popular, especially over in Japan. Mm. Like, you, there's Splatoon merch up the wazoo over there. It seems to have really struck a chord. Yeah. so uh, And it's a lot of fun, you know, because mm. fir- uh, third or first-person shooters, either, are mm. not that popular in Japan, but this really got kids especially... Involved in the genre a little yeah. bit more. That's cool. So I've been enjoying that. Uh, Maria is much better than me. Uh, Where we've leveled up to level eight, though, so we're well on our way. I believe she's a member of a Splatoon clan. Uh, she, the, she probably the Wii is. U days, you know, <laughs> she. Yeah, she. We do have Splatoon, and we mm. played the hell out of that game. Yeah, I went back and played it on the Wii U mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. after. The debacle that was my time on the Splatfest, okay. and then I got my ass handed to me again because obviously <laughs> everyone had the same idea as me mm. to go back and play the original Splatoon. Yeah, and yeah plus yeah. everyone was already good at that 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 game anyway. Mm. But I do like playing this game because it's great to get in there at the start. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get off! On the- I think
1: getting on the ground floor yeah. is a really good idea when when you're playing a um a multiplayer game. The earlier you get into it, the better I think, because it's uh, there's more of an equal playing field, and
0: also you're kind of all learning together. You're yeah. all kind of learning. Well, where are the good spots in the map? And yeah, the map, you know, learning the maps is the major thing, because a lot yeah. of people already kind of mastered the mechanics, but not the maps yet. So yeah, at least yeah. that gives us some advantage. Hmm.
1: Okay. And what's do you have a favorite weapon or?
0: A- the strategy they will, yeah know. the roller just because it eliminates one of the dimensions mm. because I'm not good at looking left uh, up and down okay uh, and I inverted the controls and everyone got really cranky at me <laughs> <laughs> because I always play with inverted controls uh. but um, the roller kind of takes out the up down dimension somewhat because mm. all you can really do is roll whereas with the guns you have to like aim up and down and at people mm. whereas the roller you just kind of roll along the ground yeah. and hopefully people will support you because you can cover the most amount of of, of turf yeah which is the idea of the game okay uh, so other than that I've put a PlayStation in my bedroom a chipped one that I found at the dump for 5 bucks nice uh, and I'm considering playing... Because my wife and I want to play a game together. Mm. And she's suggested games like uh, Chrono Trigger and kind of those RPG games. And yeah. I might be edging towards Final Fantasy VII, maybe. Because mm. I've had so many false starts on Final Fantasy games. Mm. Uh, I just never really finished a Final Fantasy game and apparently this is the one that I might get into a lot of people tell me so. it, is, it is a good game I wonder how well it's aged I not mean, well but I yeah. am a retro gamer so yeah. you know that that, that wouldn't uh, deter me too much so it's it's a good one we'll yeah see how it goes i'm very tempted to get back into um castlevania symphony of the night as well because oh, that's a fun yeah. game to
1: play yeah yeah that, that's a lot of fun
0: so right. i've been talking for a very very long time rob oh, yeah. what have you been up to oh um basically playing battlegrounds <laughs> <laughs> good night no no um i've i've had a
1: lot going on actually so um you've been really busy yeah i am like well my studies for my um my astrology studies are sort of absorbing my life right now and um, I'm preparing for some exams that I'll be taking uh, in uh, in Sydney, I assume, or Wollongong. I'm not sure. I'm assuming either Wollongong or Sydney. Um, I haven't actually been given the, the venue.
0: Basically the same city.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all just one <laughs> big urban sprawl, essentially. It's basically just that Judge Dredd city, you know, <laughs> like, come to life. Uh, yeah, so studying for that, uh, it's been taking up a lot of time um, because the – the Astrology Association in Australia wants you to be able to do the maths of of, of casting horoscopes and things by hand, um, which isn't it, the math isn't difficult. It's just time consuming and and there's a pr- there's a procedure to doing it that you need to follow. Um, and if you skip a step, for example, if you get the maths wrong early on in the process, then whatever errors you've made are sort of compounded as you proceed. Ah, oh, yes. So it's it's that it's the whole issue of just being really. Um, methodi- kind of like
0: life, really. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> right.
1: Yes, uh, you need to sort of be methodical and and, and, and double check at every step and things to get to get an accurate result. So, um, doing that has meant that I've had less time than usual um, to dig into my games. Uh, other than that, sort of life stuff wise, um, my daughter is getting really you know fun and interactive. Every every week she learns more and more things, um, and she started doing some. Some really cool, um, like communication stuff, for want of a better word. Like she's learning more words. Does yeah, she have kind of a higher perspicacity now. So yes, you could <laughs> say that. Um, her vocabulary is definitely growing, and and her her comprehension is. Um, we're just realizing actually how 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 solid it is. She understands a lot more words um, than she can say. So she can say maybe two dozen words. Um, Basically like
0: how I'm like with Japanese. Yeah. I understand a lot, can't say much.
1: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because there is there is this disconnect between understanding words and, and actually being able to say them, which mm. we don't often, if you're a, um, what they call like a monoglot, like if you're the kind of person who only knows one language, um, which most of us um, sadly fall into these days, you don't really realize uh, how, you know, it is possible to know Words, but not be able to say them or write them down, or these sorts of things. Um, like, for example, the other day, Megan and 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 my daughter were in the backyard, and uh, Meg said to Ruby, oh, "Okay, it's time to go inside now. It's time to go inside. We'll have we'll have yogurts." And um, Ruby apparently walked inside the house, walked over to the fridge, opened the door, and pulled out a little tub of yogurt. Yeah. And this blew Meg away because she didn't know that that Ruby knew um what yogurt meant you know the, the, mm. that she knew that word and, and she also managed to understand what Meg was saying in the sense of oh, okay it's time to go inside and, and eat a yogurt now she completely understood that and it's made us realize that we probably need to start being very careful about what we say around her and and what we you know <laughs> like the, we can't we can't just talk around her like when when a, when you have a baby um you talk about them as if they're not there you know like yeah. you sort of we you talk about, oh, you know, Ruby did this and that today and, blah, 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 and you know, and she's sitting right there next to you. Um, and you just sort of assume that she has no idea what you're saying. But actually, she probably does. Uh, and she probably has some grasp of what we're saying. And she knows when, when she's being talked about, certainly. So that's led to some interesting sort of shifts in the way that we treat her um yeah yeah it's i mean it's a fun thing being a being a parent just watching these sort of switches in their brains being being turned on over time and uh,
0: because it's not necessarily like it doesn't just click with them one day they're always learning they're always switched on to some degree and suddenly we'll kind of Kind of, you know, they they know a whole bunch of things, but they don't know the context for them. And then yeah. one day, the context will kind of dawn on them, and they go, "Oh, I know that. I know this. Oh, that's what that is. Okay, yeah. I, I keep hearing this word, and I, I can repeat this word back to a certain extent. Mm. Uh, but now I can connect it with an object or an idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like they ha- they have these um, like revelatory moments where not just one thing makes sense, but suddenly like a whole range of things makes sense to them. And they suddenly have access to just this broader kind of view of the world. Mm. And just watching those those big shifts, those big sort of paradigm shifts in their understanding um, come about is just always really, really fun and, and really endlessly fascinating. So that's that's been entertaining. Uh, Gaming-wise, I suppose I should mention my, my gaming exploits um, because this is a video game podcast. Um, so, yeah, mainly uh, mainly Battlegrounds. I've played it. Maybe five or six times, you know, little sessions throughout the last
0: fortnight. You know, and in every session, how many times would you say you've played around?
1: Ah, uh, you know, an for hour a and a half, half to two oh hours. Okay, oh yeah, it's quite. A so few. I'm, I'm putting in some decent time in this game because it's 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 a good outlet for me to sort of you know relax and and I say relax, but it's actually very tense. It's a very stressful game to play, <laughs> but it's weird because I've gotten I've gotten over my initial stress and fear playing the game, and I yeah. think that's an I think that must be an important milestone when you're. Uh, playing this game a lot is is getting to the point where you're no longer um, jumpy yeah uh, when you're playing it uh, and there's a sort of a flow to the gameplay that I actually really enjoy from the initial um, parachute down and then like the loot grab just like running like a mad fiend just gathering everything that you can um, and trying to sort of assemble something <laughs> something approaching <laughs> like a good kit for a, for a combat situation yeah and then figuring out okay well there's the circle on the map and I've got to head to that there's this there's this just sort of a a process that you go through, like a thinking process, um that 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 I enjoy. Um and I've I've kind of worked out I've worked out some strategies that I'm not gonna share them on the podcast because they're my strategies and I don't want to give them <laughs> away. Um, I don't want to give away my my
0: my my my, my you know, tactics. But uh we should actually call this episode like so we get more listeners. Yeah. <laughs> like best tactics to use in <laughs> player unknowns <laughs> battle. Yeah, look I mean I have been I have been doing
1: um a better job of um of getting into the top ten and uh and getting very, very close to beating well, the You contacted me yeah, yesterday yes. and you said so
0: close and you you uh you lined me that mess that uh, picture of uh, Buzz Aldrin saying uh What is it? Second Second comes right right after first, (laughs) and I went. Oh, he got so close! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I came second. I, I, I've been consistently getting in the top ten recently. Oh wow! So it's only uh, a
0: matter of time until you taste that chicken dinner.
1: Yeah, that will be. That will be. That sweet, sweet chicken will be in my mouth no time. Uh, It's
0: just. (laughs) I have a question. Mm. If if you eventually do, Mm. if you do finally get that chicken dinner. Mm are you actually going to go out and have chicken for dinner that night just <laughs> going and buy myself a zinger or something I think you should uh,
1: I yeah. think it's fitting yeah I think perhaps perhaps I ought to have a real chicken dinner um, that night I and mean, treat myself one. yeah uh, yeah like there's what I've learned about this game without sort of um, giving too much away is that it's all about it's actually a thinking game this sounds really really stupid hmm. or or you know like I'm trying to make it more profound than it really is but it is true that this game is it rewards it rewards um, strategy more than twitchy shooting skills. You know, like positioning yourself in such a way that um, that you have the advantage in terms of terrain and in terms of like the direction you're moving in and the location of enemies and things like that. And and being aware of your surroundings is much more important than. Being able to point and shoot at people well, you know, I mean that's that helps a lot. Mm. But um, yeah, it's this combination of things like getting over your fear, being aggressive, um, being spatially aware, and positioning yourself on the map in such a way that you're you're, you're gaining the advantage over the, the opponent. Those things combined have really helped me to get very good at the game. And it's funny because. It's been a very long time, AC, since I've played a competitive online game um, with this level of, of dedication. Like, I think the last time I, I really got into a, an online multiplayer game um, would have been like 2009 or something like that. 2010, perhaps. Wow. So it's been a very long time. What game was that? Can uh, you remember what it was? It was Battlefield... Uh, I think it was Battlefield Bad Company 2. PC or PC game, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I played it on the PC. I think it's. I think that game came out on 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 the consoles as well. But um, so I always liked I like the Battlefield series because it it has large maps. Um, you know, and I think it's it's the scale of the maps in um in battlegrounds that that is also appealing to me. You know, there's Mm. this you you're on this large island, sort of eight kilometers or something, and. and so that was sort of, you know, something that, that I was, I've been drawn to, I think, for a long time. is I, I don't necessarily enjoy the more um, smaller spaces and, and the more enclosed surroundings of, of games like, like the Call of Duty series. Typically, um, the levels are more like shooting galleries, you know, like mm. you, they're very small. They're very sort of contained and they have, you know, some interesting structures and, and sort of pathways and things. But, but you're really confined to this smaller space and and the, and the, the combat is much more um, close range whereas in a game like battlegrounds um, you know you can spot your enemy from quite far off whether you want to engage them at that distance is another is another question but so yeah are you getting bored of the
0: game do you wish there were new maps
1: I know they are gonna bring out new maps eventually I've read this n- numerous times yeah. and I, I think new maps will do a lot to freshen up the, um, the gameplay um, but you know, that being said, the map itself. Although I'm getting more and more familiar with it, there's still plenty of there's still plenty of, of aspects of that map that I haven't really dug too 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 far into. So I'd like to. I mean, I'd be happy to keep playing this map for another month or so. I think mm-hmm. um, before I before I start to feel like oh maybe maybe I'll give this a rest until some new some new stuff comes out. I'm not sure, but the initial map is is very rich in detail and. Um, there's lots of really interesting nooks and crannies. I, I even have a few sort of favorite spots that I've kind of identified, like, you know, like where I know that there's going to be a decent amount of equipment yeah. and a vehicle nearby. And that, you know, that if I, if the map allows, like if, if the path of the plane across the Island at the start of the, of the match permits me to get there early, then, then those are, are good locations to go for. Um, so I'm getting more and more familiar with the map and I guess it could come to a point where that familiarity turns into boredom. Um, But for now, it's actually fun. Like knowing a bit more about where to go and what to do um, makes me feel more expert at the game, and like you know that I can I can compete with the other players. Better. Where I I think when I started playing it, I felt very much that feeling that you described when you were when you were talking about Splatoon. That uh, you know, there's a there's a a gap between my your skill level and that of the people who are playing it
0: because a lot of the people who are playing it yeah. and there's always enough to fill a room of a hundred people jump out and then you can you know fill another room very quickly mm. which is good but that means that a lot of people are playing this game constantly yeah 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 and they've all got their own strategy I mm. mm. definitely definitely do
1: yeah yeah so i i think when i started playing battlegrounds i felt like, oh, God, these people have been playing this game for weeks and weeks, and they're really good at it, and I'm terrible at it, and oh, God, I'm going to get my ass kicked. So, do you think it's um, eventual
0: that you will get the chicken
1: dinner? I think like, if I keep playing it, I think it's it's just going to happen. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm consistently getting into the top ten. Um, and, uh, and then at that point, you know, there's always a bit of luck involved in these games, and um, I think if the, you know, the... So, when... When you see another Mm. player,
0: do you see their username as well? When you kill them, you do. Okay. Or when they kill you. Oh, right. So, so... I was just hoping that someone could keep a lookout for you to (laughs) to kind of, you know, end it quickly for you.
1: Well, it's funny because if you know, if you recognize my player character, then potentially you could, you could be like, (laughs) you know, lay down your gun and let me shoot you in the face. (laughs) Just to get that sweet chicken dinner. Um... (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh, you're the famous Rob, aren't you? That's right. I'm the famous Rob, and I'm I'm super duper handsome, um, and that and also in the game as well. Uh,
0: so, oh boy!
1: So yeah. Anyway, that's that's about enough for me. But I, I will keep checking in with that game. Um, I do want to keep playing a little bit more Fallout, but um, I put that on the back burner for the last couple of weeks. Just to...
0: I, I think you should keep playing Battle. But I keep going to Battlefield. Yeah. No, it's an easy mistake to. Know. Yeah. No. It know. Just in my head, it, it gets mixed up. But yeah. I think you should keep playing it until you get. Like, even if you win the chicken dinner, you should keep playing it. Because yeah. it's rare that you get a connection with such a game where you just want to keep playing it. Yeah. And you know that's not going to last forever. It's very so addictive. So kind of clutch yeah. it while you can. And yeah. just get as squeeze as much enjoyment out of it. Because mm. by the time they release new maps and everything like that, you know, you might be over it. Someone may have done it better. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just... and. Every every kind of first person shooter with online is going to come out with their own version of one of these modes. Yeah, from I, now on, you can I, kind of tell.
1: It'd be interesting to see if there are like what the clones of this game and what the the copycats
0: mm.
1: uh, and and you know iterations on, on this formula will be because it's very fun and it seems to have really struck a chord with with the gaming community. There's it's captured people's imaginations in a big way and um, I'm certainly finding it really hard to um to put it down. So um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one.
0: Yeah. Well, with that, Rob, um, you don't have a quiz. No, I don't. (laughs) So... But... 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 I am going to do one Mm -hmm. on the fly. Oh, God. Okay. All right. This is officially an out-of-the-ass kind of quiz. Yes. I'm pulling it out of my ass as we speak. It's going to pretty much be relying on my knowledge... And my improv skills. Okay, so we're all doomed. Doomed is especially <laughs> the title of this. <laughs> but I've decided... And you might have noticed that while while I was talking... Mm. And while you were talking, I was paying attention to you... Um, that's, You're talking about um, yeah. a player, someone about a, a ground that he likes. I don't know. Yes, I was writing some notes because I knew you didn't have a quiz. Okay. Uh, the great thing about being somewhat bilingual is that I can write in a language you can't fucking understand. That's true. <laughs> so I've been writing some notes in katakana here. Ah,
1: excellent. Okay. So
0: basically, I'm just going to do this more or less off the top of my head, okay. and it's going to be about video character names. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 So. In the first Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. what is the princess's name? The first Super Mario Brothers? Yes. In the English
1: version, uh, what is her name?
0: Does she even have a name?
1: Um, That's the question. I suppose... Okay, so uh, there's a few different names of princesses going about, isn't there? And I'm not sure whether they were like, retcon to be different or not. Yeah, that's the thing. So in the original NES... Mm, uh, I'm going to say that her original name... Um, it was Princess
0: Toadstool. Very good. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, it was Princess Toadstool. Excellent. Okay. The next question is: When was the first game where she was called Princess Peach? Ooh. What game was what she called game? Princess Peach for the first time in English? Oh, okay. Um. All right, Princess Peach. Uh,
1: was it? Was it? Was it Super Mario
0: World? Super Mario 64.
1: Oh, really? Okay, that late.
0: Yeah. I think so. Hmm. As I said, I'm doing this all (laughs) the (laughs) time. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Okay,
1: sure. All right,
0: no worries. Yep,
1: I see what kind right of quiz this the, is now. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a, it's not so much a fact-based quiz, is it? <laughs> it's just to pick Andrew's Is Andrew right or not? And is Rob right or not? <laughs> what do I, what do I think you think the answer is? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, I, I, think that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, I think it was retconned after that that she was kind of always Princess Peach. Okay, Toadstool is her official title. It was, uh, and then they kind of changed it because she was head of the Mushroom Kingdom and Toadstool kind of made made sense in the earlier game. Yeah. It was like, this is getting a little creepy here on in. (laughs) We need to shift focus
1: away from this like mushroom fetish. (laughs) We need to broaden this game out a bit. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. Next question. Mm -hmm. Mario, before he was Mario, Mm -hmm. was also called Jumpman, but he did actually have another name. What? That was being considered to be used. Okay, so this is a potential name that was... More or less, that yeah. That was sidelined. He was kind of... Yeah, it was sidelined.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Jumpman. Yeah. So he was
0: Jumpman originally. Before he was Mario, he was Jumpman in... Uh, was it Donkey Kong? In Donkey Kong, yes. Yeah. But they were thinking of calling him something else. That never really caught on, but he was still... You know, a production name which I, I, him. I,
1: I I really don't know mm. Okay, go on
0: yep. Mr. Video Mr. Video, that's okay That's right Alright, sure Yeah, because yeah. why, why the hell not? I was going to say Big Papa Giuseppe But that's <laughs> fine Papa <laughs> Giuseppe That'd be an awesome name <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm going to talk like this For the rest of the... No, I won't Okay, just don't do your queen accent That's fine <laughs> right. I don't care what other accent you do You ain't going to talk like this <laughs> oh, no, can you
1: Please bring back the racial stereotype i <laughs>
0: Get him just happy. <laughs> God, go for the face.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, all right,
0: all right. Yeah, so that that's what they were thinking of okay. at the time because video was a very modern format back then. But sure, um, yeah, it never really really caught on. Mister Video. That's right. Yeah. It's very very weird. Um. All right. So. Hmm. Uh. Let me see. My next question. <laughs> Just, just, you know, I am pulling this out of my ass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, you fucker. <laughs> Chuck Rock. Okay, what about Chuck it? Rock 3 only came out on two systems. Okay, okay. Out of one of these, yeah. which is Chuck Rock, son of Chuck Rock's son, so this is the third Chuck Rock, what is his name? Wait. The son of Chuck Rock's son. That's right. Wow. This is the third Chuck Rock. What was his name? Was it Charles? Mm hmm. Chuckers for Chuck Rock the Third.
1: Oh, God. Okay. Uh, because, because I have a very low opinion of the people who made this game, I'm going to say it was Chuck Rock the Third. You are wrong. Damn it. <laughs>
0: because it's a trick question and that game doesn't exist. I got you. <laughs>
1: That's not fair. <laughs>
0: I my... will give that point to me
1: I'd like, it, I'd like it on the record that all of my Chuck Rock related questions in recent quizzes have been based on fact
0: like yeah it, and they all suck like for so... example the fact that
1: Chuck Rock is awesome <laughs> Not, okay. not at all a weird flash in the pan that I keep going on about. As that was funny, but it's only funny to me.
0: You know what i I had, I had this idea of doing a whole bunch of questions on Chuck Rock Three, mm-hmm. and question number ten was going to be: Is Chuck Rock Three actually real or not? <laughs> that would be like the, the like the most uh, rug under, rug pulled out from under my feet. No. I was going to do that, and I thought, no, that's just. That, that's a little bit That's kind of Rob style And I don't go in for that Rob style You know Because what, what would be really fascinating If you did that
1: Was to see whether I pretended Like I knew it was a real game or not Do you know what I mean Like would I, would I be so facetious As to pretend to have knowledge of a game And <laughs> that, that doesn't actually exist Purely so that I can seem like The Chuck Rock expert that I want to be That I want so badly to be <laughs> That would be so depressing and and wonderful, actually, just to to destroy me on on air like that. But you didn't do it, which is a shame, um, but probably a good thing, too. Right. Well, have I filled enough dead air for you to think of your
0: next question? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. You have no idea how hard I'm doing. Google, Google at the speed of light. this
1: This is a very difficult thing to do, it turns out, to make up a quiz on the spot.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, look. All right. So, I'll just, I'll ask some pretty simple ones. Okay. All right. So, Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. By the third installment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in-game, okay. was Crash's name spelt with a C or a K? Hmm. This is the third installment. Uh,
1: hmm. Trick question. There is no third game now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like Chuck Rock. Uh,
0: no, it's. I, I think it was still spelled with a C. That is correct, yes. Yeah. He was still... There was there were actually some really weird rumblings that they were going to change it when they rebooted it, Hmm. and they Hmm. tried to reboot it a couple of times. Yeah, Uh, possibly give him a neck, poor bastard, (laughs) to give him give it. Call him Crash with a K, but apparently that would actually break the copyright rules, so they kept calling it C. Okay, so you know because back in the nineties, you know there was a lot of uh, you know apparently things are funnier, and that was meant to be a funny game.
1: Yeah, yeah. But actually it's just morbidly depressing <laughs> very morbidly you know um clicking those those little masks and things it's it's quite quite dark actually uh, i I'm a big fan of spelling things with k's that that should, that ought not to be spelled with k's though so like I can get on board you know I can get on board that thinking because you know isn't it fun when you see a word like know classic or something but it's spelled with a k you know but it's just fun isn't it
0: yeah i mean it's you know it's a good time until it goes kkk and then you're in trouble
1: yeah yeah that's when that's when it starts to go a bit down all
0: right according to Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. some official nintendo merchandise from the 90s what is yoshi's real name
1: oh god okay you're gonna make me try and spell this out can you remember just just give me i think it's i think it's
0: Yoshisaurus Oh, I'm going to give that to you T Yoshisaur Munchakupas That's the one You got it T-Yoshisaur. I will give The T stands one. for Terrence <laughs> It doesn't say what the T stands for oh, No that's the, that's the silly part of it I'd <laughs> like to think someone out there Has changed their name to Muncha Munchakupas <laughs> <laughs> I'm frantically uh, Thank you for covering for me while I the, the new immigrant family <laughs> that moved into the neighbourhood <laughs> hey, I don't mis- like Mr. <laughs> Munchakupas you <laughs> just like, you don't like to look at that green family that just moved <laughs> in it's right. you bunch of racists that's right they're ruining the neighbourhood they're ruining it you know yeah okay so I the next question <laughs> just I'm doing the best you uh, didn't have a quiz at least I'm giving you a quiz oh dear alright
1: this is this is much better than what I prepared which is nothing so yeah I can't I can't complain
0: Was in the original Super Mario... Oh, sorry. In the original Mario Brothers game, Mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. Luigi's name Luigi or was it something else or did he have no name? Okay, in the original Mario Brothers. Oh, was he
1: actually a named character or was it just like Player 2, you know? Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say that he was named. I'm going to say that his name was Luigi right from the start. It was, yep. Wow, cool. I just totally guessed
0: that. Yeah. That's interesting. From everything that I'm looking at very, very briefly without my glasses. Well, it was cool. I suppose it was called Mario Brothers, which implies
1: that that they had thought thought about it at least to the extent that they are related to each other,
0: you know? And yeah, yeah. so I think that... uh, Mr. Video and Mr. Audio. (laughs) Oh, that would have been a great name. That would have been I actually hate Luigi, yeah because Andrew Yoshimura is not player two <laughs> that's right imagine if imagine how much more you would like Luigi potentially if his name was Mr. Audio okay so when Luigi was first given a voice mm-hmm. who played Luigi yes who okay. is his official voice actor okay because we all know
1: that the Mario voice actor yep is um that guy.
0: Yep. That guy. <laughs> we all know that. Yep. We okay. All know. Who is Charles Martineau? Charles Mart Charles Uh Charles Martinet. Charles Mar- Charles Martinet. Uh, Martinet. But Martinet. Uh, if it's pronounced in the French okay. way, I got it. Like, I got it pretty close. Martinet. Yeah, it's very. It's very close. Yes. Yeah. Point, so ah. I suppose. I suppose what I'm asking is, basically was it the same guy? Or is it the same guy, or was it someone different? I'll give you that one. If you can tell me, mm. if it was the same guy, or if it was someone different, I'm. Mm,
1: I want to say it's the same guy. You would be correct. Ha! Huh. Brilliant. You know, I based that purely on the fact that I thought game developers are lazy. <laughs> They don't want to hire another guy. This guy, this guy does voices okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they didn't really need because they wanted someone who could do the same voice but at a higher pitch. Oh okay. Is that the difference? Is 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 Luigi? It's a slight. It's a slightly more wavy,
1: higher pitch. I haven't done a side by side comparison of Mario. No, because they voice. don't
0: need Luigi's. Yeah. Um. So yeah. it, it was actually the first portrayal of Luigi it wasn't until 1997. Wow. Okay. So he he was not voiced at all until 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 then. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So here is a question for you: Was Luigi in
1: Mario 64? You know what? Let's kind of think of it. I haven't seen any screenshots
0: of him, of that game with him in it. I'm going to say no. He wasn't. Yeah. Well, I'll give that one to you. That That's was... actually really interesting. It is because Yoshi is in there at the very top of the tower. So you can meet Yoshi and he says, oh, I haven't seen you since our last adventure, which, you know, the timeline's kind of skewed. So it would have been mm. Super Mario World or, you know, because he was a baby in, in uh, Super Mario World 2. Okay. Uh, But yeah, Luigi is not in that game anywhere. And that is the one Mm. saving grace of Super Mario 64 is that there's no Luigi. Right. There you go. When they (laughs) updated it for the Nintendo DS, you could play as Luigi, I do believe. Right, right. Okay. We'll stay on the Luigi theme just because I got nothing else. Okay. All right. Is this the last question? Are we up to... Uh, let's up see, to? six, three, nine, yeah. We'll, we'll call this one the last question. Wow, okay, all right. All right, what was Luigi's first ever game? Oh, his, his first game where he was the star. Where he was the titular character.
1: I want to... Mm, the easy answer would be Luigi's Mansion. Mm. But was there something earlier than
0: that? What about Mario is missing? Yes, both of those answers are technically correct. Mm. Because... Uh, so Luigi is does actually have his name mm. in Luigi's mansion mm-hmm. but the first time you were playable as Luigi and not Mario mm. was Mario was missing ah cool I, okay. I nailed that All you right. did nail that indeed I know my, I know my Luigi I could have faulted you on either of those ones but you got them both so you, you really left me no recourse there <laughs> so the quiz that I pulled out of my ass which changed direction halfway through <laughs> uh, is going to be seven to rob only three to me, but uh, very it's very, very good. Your well, your video game history serves you well. well However, I am going to change that score because you got the Chuck Rock question wrong, and you should have <laughs> known that. Uh, the score is going to be Rob zero, Andrew ten. There we go. I <laughs> well, win. Fuck Chuck Rock. Well, well, well done, sir. You you deserve that ten <laughs> points.
1: And uh, you know, it's just it's good that you you're being rewarded for your knowledge. Uh, but I will say, I will say one thing about this quiz, which is that. You came up with that in about you know space of like ten minutes, well, during recording. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's fair to say, AC, that that is a, a much better quiz than like ninety percent of the ones I've done <laughs> for you. I'd be lying so... if I said uh,
0: I was built around trolling you about Chuck Rock. <laughs> because like, okay, yeah. so let me let me just say something. You're not on Twitter anymore. No. Number one, you're a prick yeah. because I have to do all the work myself and I do none of the work. Okay. <laughs> Number two, a lot of the feedback I get is. Ha, ha! You got owned again with all that Chuck Rock business. <laughs> so all of these people are coming to me and saying, ha, "Ha! Yes! Oh, tell Rob that he needs to keep up with that Chuck Rock stuff." And I go, oh, "No, no, I do not want this to become a running joke." Oh uh, dear, so, my loyal fans. Are, uh, so I, I just, call them the Rob Nation, the Rob Army. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Hashtag Rob Army. Um, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> So yes, I just had to get. It, I had to get that little dig in there oh, for you. Dear. But there was no Chuck Rock three. That's really
1: funny because I thought the if, if there was any reaction to my Chuck Rock jokes, it would be it would be
0: someone asking you just to, to get to stop me to sort of. <laughs> Can you no, just, no, like like I had three people independently, <laughs> not related, come to me and say, "Ha ha, they got you a good one." To that effect, you know, "Ha, huh, you really hate Chuck Rock, don't you?" You know, all that kind of stuff. And wow. I went, yeah. Like for people to message me independently of each other Mm. and mention this one segment which I hate and I just I just didn't want to tell you because I was worried it would become a running joke yeah you'd encourage me yeah Yeah. and I just I just like I'm okay with a running joke but a good (laughs) joke and Chuck Rock there's just so little there it's so thin yeah it's way for thin that joke yeah the joke the joke is Chuck Rock sucks basically (laughs) and I mean that's
1: really it I mean there's no there, there's not much more depth to it or anything it's not like there's some sort of subtle layer that
0: I you know that you're not getting or something um, here's the irony when I look on the internet later on and there is actually a Chuck Rock the third that's when, that's when I go oh god I was yeah. wrong all
1: along it's funny because I, I, I did think to myself I don't think there is a Chuck Rock the third I like well he must have done his
0: research because <laughs> you know <laughs> who, who would lie about Chuck Rock I, I probably would <laughs> All right, that's it. So thank you very much uh, for listening to Game Life Balance Australia. The American guys are on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, so yeah. basically this is as good as it gets, folks.
1: Yeah, so this is this is it. You have got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our plan is working. That's right. So Doom and all you lads, if you come over to come over to the Darkstone and work for us, now. <laughs> we'll do ads for you a bit. Um, All of you Game Life Balance Australia fans out there, all three of you, um, thanks for writing to AC and encouraging me to make more Chuck Rock jokes. I'll I'll definitely keep doing that just for you um but for the rest of you if you want to check out more of our stuff we do have a website don't we see it's life uh, gamelifebalanceaustralia.com Yeah. Uh, because au was too much work um <laughs> literally it was that's actually pretty much true yeah. uh so you can go there to check out all the past episodes we have 36 other episodes of this podcast there plus all of the original run of of the game life balance podcast yeah, yeah. um from many moons ago so um do go there if you want to hear more from us. Uh, other than that, uh, you can check out AC's Twitter feed. You're at ProdTally yep. on Twitter, um, and we also have an official Game Life Balance Australia uh, Twitter account, which is at Game Life Balance AU. I'm not
0: using. Isn't it just? No, oh, I'm not using it much. I is really G- should at GLB
1: Australia. Yeah, that's it is. It. At GLB. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, what? no,
0: I hate you so much because don't ah. go to Game Life Balance AU because those people suck. Patent um, <laughs> <and> bending. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Maybe I should just start trolling people with that. Because we keep losing followers because I never use it. And I was like, oh, maybe I should just roll it into my own one. But yeah. uh, it's it's so difficult because mm. my own personal Twitter is mostly taken up by me tweeting out pictures of uh, sexy early 80s uh, anime chicks in, in tiger skin bikinis. Well, that's probably going to do a lot better than that. <laughs> A stupid podcast focused oh, no. account was it? I know yeah, I, yeah okay. give people what they want AC yeah I should just
1: get Cody to do it well, we should just turn this whole podcast into a discussion about like 80s bikini anime or something yeah know? I'm I, I yeah, <laughs> fucking hit me up this video you know kids aren't into video games these days AC they're all about their they're all
0: um, it's all bikinis all the time all right. tiger skins <laughs> that's, right. that's what all they right, thank you very we need to end this travesty of a okay. podcast right. thank you very much for listening bye Wise man say, in Dark Souls you are trapped in room with demons, but in Doom demons are trapped in room with you.